0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome on the Knowledge Empower podcast. (laughs) Today with you is me, Kat. Then we have Barush. Hello. And we have Kolaj.
1: Good morning.
0: That was uh, that person that was sipping his coffee or tea or whatever that was. (laughs) It's a
1: coffee. You know, it's too early in the morning.
0: Yeah, we always do this early morning. So those of us who watch us on YouTube, you can see that our eyes are still sleeping. So we're just trying to wake up. Exactly. (laughs) And we picked uh, an interesting topic today for you guys. Uh, And the topic is called toxicity at workplace. Sounds poisonous. (laughs) I'm <laughs> tiring already you just say that word and i'm like i'm tired okay can we switch off now <laughs> bye <laughs> so guys do you have any experience your personal experience that you had maybe a team member a colleague that was toxic and what does it even mean toxic and you are willing hmm. to share the story
1: I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. What well, are you thinking
0: think about? To, to the bottom.
2: Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe.
1: Well, for for me, at that start, toxicity is something unhealthy. It's an unhealthy environment, I would say, uh, in which I can't strive and work properly. Um, so, those are like, extra signs when for example there is a stifled growth like okay we can't develop growth as a personalities and uh, uh, probably it has something to do with that so called work life balance like okay mm-hmm. you're forced to do a lot of work instead of having also some free time there and at the end you feel some sort of burnout or that you want to change the place because you feel that it's it's not healthy for you. It's uh, demotivating you, and you don't see any reason why to stay. Whether it's or it's not even worth the money to stay, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna close it up. Not close it up. I'm gonna already zoom it in. <laughs> zoom it in. <laughs> that, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> zoom it in. Um, those of you who live in Slovakia or ever visited Slovakia and the best uh, place to actually see a toxic person or a person not on the right position is actually a clerk in a grocery store. So whenever you go to any grocery store and you come come uh, close to the clerk when you are putting all your groceries um uh, what is it the, the thing. Bag? not in a conveyor belt (laughs) yes thank you conveyor belt and then the clerk goes like what is this why and you just go why is this person even in here when they hate the job and they and they serve customers with that absolute hatred and uh years back maybe Baruch you remember when we were near that shopping mall and there was this huge grocery store and there was this elderly gentleman who was actually retired but he did that job because he he was missing people and he had the longest queue and there were other clerks like ready to serve the customers but no one was willing to go there we all wanted to go to this uh, elderly gentleman because he was always smiling at you he always shared few sentences with you and as we worked there you know every day and and he he worked there he he started to even remember us like which which one of us is who and so on and and there was always the longest queue and we were willing to wait the queue just so we could speak to him and and that was just the proof that if you like your job you get you get lots of rewards either in a communication you meet nice people right but guys please if you hate your job change change the job because not only you're hurting yourself you're hurting people around you and really the best place to practice it is to go to grocery store <laughs> and or you get public offices oh yes <laughs> Come to a- any any, uh, yeah. It depends. Depends which public um, office you go to. College is any, very. Any, un- any other un- advice? advice, advice, <laughs> advice. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I'll tell you another story, and it happened in in this current uh, job where I'm at. Um, this is the. I would say that's the problem of the open offices that. When you have when you sit in an open office which didn't happen last year <laughs> me extroverted person uh, uh who is missing it a lot <laughs> um it has one disadvantage and the disadvantage is that you are constantly on stage and many people observe you because they can hear you and this is something that people tend to forget mm-hmm. and in an open space it doesn't mean that there is one team there are teams total different teams sitting uh, just in one open space and i had an opportunity uh, and i went to one manager and i said hey listen i have this opportunity do you have anyone in your team who would like to you know uh, practice that opportunity and she pointed me to one girl and i said hell no i'm like no 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 that girl was very negative always complaining always nagging and i said to that manager look i don't have time to start convincing someone why this opportunity is good what it would bring uh, towards the employee and i don't have time literally to start spending and developing the girl on behavioral changes blah blah and then i and i showed on another girl and i said i want her And she was like, why? I'm like, because she's firstly positive. She's willing to open to any new opportunities. And I know into whom I'm going to invest into someone who who wants to grow. And not that I need to convince you that you want to grow, I want her. And that's how that girl actually got the opportunity and the other one didn't. So until you really change your behavior, that's how how easily you're losing many opportunities not always every opportunity bring you either bonus or salary raise or brand new position but this opportunity bring you the skills that later you can apply for job rotation uh, bonuses etc etc so guys think about it and and don't do work where you are tired and you just don't want to collaborate and especially If there are new changes, and and we humans don't like changes, usually when there is any kind of a change, our behavior is like, no. (laughs) Um, And especially we then tend to build that no towards the rest of the team around us, and we influence them negatively, and then the whole team is saying no. But actually that change could bring us something brand new, something much better, right? Uh, and which, how do you discover? You
1: how do you discover which change is good and which change is bad? Because sometimes it happens that yes, yeah, somebody comes up with a new brand new logo or brand new slogan or brand new process, and you're like, oh,
0: this,
1: <laughs> "No, this was here before. It didn't work. Like, what yeah. are you trying to do here? Mad like, nah. So how do you know that the change you are trying to fight is bad or good?
2: I think to me, it's, it's usually if you involve people in making change, it's mu- much easier to get the buy-in, right? So yeah, I think they should be involved and they should contribute to the change. That's one of the things that could help. So, That's yeah.
0: one thing. And sometimes it's also about even if that thing was here, but let's say one year passes by let's try it again because many things have changed in the meantime either technologies or mm-hmm. uh, people and and you can you can try to again <clears throat> whether it would work but like you said you need to involve people there because they are the subject matter experts and and it's good if you ask them uh, about the change rather than you are making that change from a green table and sometimes you just need to go with the flow okay. Company wants Uh, change, so either I go with it or I don't. I go against it, but then it will do me no good.
1: Okay, so you involve people, but then how do people know? Still, like, how do they know that it's a good change? When when somebody came to you with a proposal, whether with the team, within the team, or some manager, like, let's do this change. How did you know that this is worth it
2: Personally, I would look at what's the what's our goal or what's our mission. So I, w- I would go according to that. But I don't think everybody works like me. <laughs> I think sometimes people just go off their natural feelings. As Kat said, like, many people don't like change. And they will resist any change, no matter how good it is.
0: I'd say th- the way we do it in my team, we always discuss it. So when manager brings it on, like this is something we need to now apply. We always discuss the f- first we discuss the why. Like, why are we doing this? So we understand the background. And what do we want to achieve? And then, like Baruch said, does it does it meet our mission and vision it, it Does go, and what is, what it goes? And what it is at the end on the long-term basis? And then we actually review the change in three months' time, whether mm-hmm. we've made it good progress or not a good progress. And then we are able to revoke it. Later. We have we have that power to revoke it back like no that that didn't help or that didn't work but thankfully in my team because we are uh, mostly seniors or everyone is senior we we really have an open communication and we rather focus on things that we do want to change so if we have lots of administration work we open a discussion is it possible to automatize something that it would help us to faster it. And so we really do focus on changes that actually helps us to be either faster in certain areas or that we, do, we, we wouldn't even have to deal with it because the tools will do it for us. And, and, and that way we can then focus on the communication and, and PR, etc. So that's how we are focusing on changes.
1: And this is how we are focusing from toxicity to change management.
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> well, if you have toxic people, you need to you need a change, right? But what are the possible actions you that you can need do? A change. You don't necessarily...
0: uh, no, you need a change.
1: Not
2: really.
0: Oh. What you you like, you fire the do? person? Is that what you mean? <laughs>
2: Well any change, change. like any yeah. change like you need some change.
0: Correct. It was the same for me when my leader told me, like, okay, if you want to uh perceive in leadership, you need to start working on your emotion. Otherwise you- like you, you can have them, but they would do you lots of harm. And I want you to, to I want to teach you how you are capable to uh, work on your emotions so they wouldn't make you further harm either on your brain or on your communication with people. Are you willing to do that? And he never used my emotions against me, but he, he wanted to show me the right path that if I do mm-hmm. want to be a leader, what do I need to apply? And then that decision was up to me. Do I want can, it? Or can, I now that
2: you mentioned this, do you, do you think you were perceived as a toxic person at
0: that time? Oh, very. <laughs> <laughs> i have people and that i i be, i remember i became their team leader and they were so scared like no we don't want her and oh. and they we went on cottage together and once you start drinking then the thoughts you know <laughs> it just, opens they just up, go <laughs> open up the conversation it just goes in the flow and they shared with me that they hated me so much and they just wanted to um Uh, avoid me screaming or shouting at them Mm -hmm. actually when they needed to speak with their pms they literally went the other way of the entire floor just so they wouldn't cross my path Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god i was that bad like no uh and uh, and that's where my change started you know that um become the team leader and you that's not the image you are uh, even allowed to have, because as a team leader, the job role of a team leader is you need to be there for your team. Your job yeah. role is to take care of the team. And uh, it's not about liking or, or hating you. That's your job role. You need to support every single team member, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter what assumptions they have towards you as a person. And you need to, if, if those people were scared of me or hated me, I needed to change that m- mindset of them because my job role was to be there for them. Mm-hmm.
2: So, so it- that was very counterproductive for you.
0: I know. <laughs> to, be, to be that way. <laughs> and the longest it took me for the last person to, let's say, convinced or convinced that he understands that it has nothing to do, to do with me as a person, but really as my job role, it took 11 months. That was the longest mm-hmm. and I had at that time, I had 38 people, uh, and I uh, like to take care of and one person, so out of the 38, the, the, the toughest person that took me 11 months to convince and that I'm there for him. And then there was one more, I never convinced him like ever. Actually, that's pretty fast. 11 months. I yeah. think that
2: was too long. Yeah, I mean, yes, weird. it's. Yes, but like some as, as you said, like some people never change their view. So. Mm. So that one what w- I didn't what would you do if you had a toxic person in your team? What would be the actions that you could do?
0: So first I would start exactly the same the leader my leader, your leader, mm-hmm. <laughs> college leader, <laughs> who, what, me, no, no, uh, applied on me because I really appreciated that he, he, he saw something in me that mm-hmm. I'm capable of, I just didn't know about it and he gave me the chance. But right. what
2: if you had in your team a toxic person? If you were not the toxic person, yeah. then you so had th- one.
0: Th- that's what I'm saying. That okay. Because okay. he applied that on me. And I liked it that someone gave me chance. I would. Uh-huh. That would be my first approach as well towards that person. That I would sit with the person. Mm-hmm. And I, I would highlight the skills they have and why they are appreciated. And I would show them the set of what they need to start working on. If they want to get m- more out of it, either more collaboration, maybe better job, maybe da da, da and highlight, and, and whether they want to start working on it. Mm-hmm. And if yes, I would either try to find them a good mentor that is really good targeting those specific areas, or I would give them project or something that they can start practicing. And then mm-hmm. I, I would then work with them on it. Or if they say no. No, I'm not willing to do anything about it. I would still give them, okay, if you are not willing, these might be the consequences that will happen. And I would literally be very honest with them. And those consequences can lead to, let's say, even you leaving the company because it's just not healthy that one person changes the environment and the behavior of other people because that's not what I want in my team. Just to be very honest and highlighted the consequences very clearly. What if you were a peer? How would
2: that change your actions? Or even a manager? What if the manager was the toxic person or some kind of leader? <laughs>
0: I did that. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, so... Oh, okay, so... I was only four years in the company uh, and we had a manager who frustrated 17 people. Oh. And our awesome leader that I am like an open book with my emotions, he, he said to me and he said, what's wrong, Katarina? Nothing. <laughs> you, know, you know what women say? I'm fine. <laughs> For the guys they say oh she's fine she said she's okay for the girls like oh no you haven't heard the tone she says i'm fine <laughs> and he said no i can see something is wrong and i just said okay uh i'm gonna say it but are you gonna fire me and he was like why would i fire you i said because i'm gonna complain on a manager and he said no just let me just tell me what's going on and Here I was very careful because I know that if I start fighting uh, for the team, they might not stand up for that. So all I said for the team was like, I just don't get how the company allows one manager to frustrate 17 people. Mm -hmm. And then I literally focus only on me. What was happening, the relationship that that person was doing to me. And then our leader just said, okay, I can sit with that person, but am I allowed to use your name? Yes or no? I'm like, and again, I asked, are you going to fire me? And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, then you can use my name. Not a problem. If I know that you stand behind me, then not a problem. And uh, of course, it didn't help the relationship that I had with the manager, even mm-hmm. in the future, etc. And... I, as I said, I was only four years at that company, I was too young, um, would I do something differently today? Yes.
2: How would and you do it?
0: I would literally uh, talk to that person directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would either go on coffee or lock ourselves in quiet room and I, was, I would be openly sharing the way I feel and mm-hmm. the way this person is behaving towards me what I don't like, why I don't like it, what kind of emotion the manager is bringing in me. And I, and I would even ask that person, which I did ask, but I would ask if that's the way uh, the person wants to continue mm-hmm. and then that I will start uh, seeking for a new job. I would be very open about it mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's not the way I want to collaborate. Uh, that's actually
2: what I did for a man- to one manager. That I thought it's, <laughs> he is not doing a job as as he should. That mm-hmm. I I talked personally to to that manager mm-hmm. and said what I think should change or what what shouldn't stay the same. Uh, but We're honestly, good. I don't think it helped. It was a it mm-hmm. was a it wasn't it was manager of my manager. So it, yeah, we are talking quite high level mm-hmm. from my perspective. So. Yeah, but it's terrible because I could see that he's influencing all these other managers. And hmm. it's, it was like, I could see slowly some teams falling apart, managers getting frustrated and not actually focusing on things that they should have focused. So yeah, that's, and th- and that's, the another reason,
0: that's another reason that guys, if you ever become a manager, you need to be strong. And, and it's not about the money. Oh, my God, I want to be manager because I want to make money. Uh, the money are not worth it, all the emotional strokes that you go there on a manager position. But it's really you need to understand. And one of my mentors said to me, being a manager means being a servant for your employees. Mm-hmm. That's what manager is about. And uh, many times I saw something was coming from top to bottom. But people forget, or managers forget, you are responsible for the people. And if you see that whatever message is coming from top to bottom uh, is silly, who said that you need to tell it to your employees? At the end, you, the manager, you are making that decision. You need to be able to say, I'm going to whatever, if if I'm going to stop it here, Am I okay to take the consequences? I'll give you an example. I was that time when they said no more home offices, and I and I looked at them and I was like, "What?" Um, and I said, "That's not what I'm going to communicate to my team." Mm-hmm. And and I was willing to do that. That if there would be consequences, I'm gonna be willing to take it on my shoulders, because mm-hmm. I saw it as the most stupidest decision ever and we are not talking about the remote workplace that you constantly work from home office but really once here and there when i don't know you need a courier to bring you something or you needed to stay with your kid or uh your dog is sick whatever you know you were saving money on travel you actually concentrated way better working from home especially if you're a developer so no one was like bugging you and you could really work and develop uh For me, that made way more better reasons than telling the guys, like, no. So what I did, I called my team and I said, I'm not going to touch it, but you cannot share this outside of this team Mm -hmm. because I am forced, but I'm willing to take that consequences on my shoulders because I'm your manager. You need to keep it to yourself. Are you willing to do that? And everyone said yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll fight for you, and if you, if you fight for me. And I was transparent in my decision-making, just so the team knows as well, right? Because it could only stand if we stand together at that moment. So, uh, those decisions, and every manager has that possibility to make it. It's just that it's easier, if it comes from top to bottom, that they just go top to bottom. Without questioning, wait a second, it doesn't make sense. Why? And going and start pushing back.
2: Wouldn't it be better to give feedback back to the top? Like, Hey guys, Oh (laughs) are you sure?
0: I start fighting. Of course I start. And then, and I start like, it makes no sense. And I start like, guys, back in 2008, we started to teach all the Slovaks. What does it mean? Home office. And, mm-hmm. and we start slowly approaching it. Suddenly, after years—more than ten years—you, when people are so used to it, they are saving money, etc. You want to take that away? Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And then what ha- happened? Covid happened. Everyone had to go work from home. Da da. And is. it works. I'm sorry. Look at that. And look at that. It works. So all I'm saying, idiots. So I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it out loud, Idiots just because people stop thinking that's ridiculous but if you know if you exactly that's something that everyone should realize if you are part of the team and it doesn't matter whether you're team leader manager or just a member of the team every team member influences the rest of the team
2: Mm -hmm.
0: with your behavior and and i just realized even yesterday evening we had a call and my colleague was presenting something to me, and I was very harsh. I literally went, whatever he shared, I was like, no, 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 that makes no sense. And that was my communication. That way it makes no sense. This is silly. What does it mean? And I start questioning it. But because it was my evening and I was so tired, (laughs) uh, now I'm giving excuses, but uh, I realized that's not a proper behavior. Mm-hmm. He's my colleague, he was responsible for something. I should, I should behave and communicate differently. So today my job is to get back to him and apologize as well as uh, try to come up with better approach that I need to explain them, sorry for that and sorry for my behavior, too tired. It will not repeat. Because I I appreciate the relationships we have in our team, and I don't want that to be harmed just because of the way I be, I behaved, even though it was not making me sense. But I could communicate it differently. Right, that's in what here, makes you mature.
1: In here, I feel that I feel responsible to say that if you have this. Um, emotional change or that you suddenly communicate differently and then later on you came and apologize i wouldn't necessarily call it the toxic environment mm. because it's like one-time stand-up for me toxic environment means that it's a long-term process which leads into i don't know whatever the high turnaround and and actually people being sick uh, like physically sick so mm. this is like you felt tired that's it like you can feel tired from time to time you can allow yourself to to be tired and not to be optimal all the time it's just that you recognize it later on or anybody else can recognize it later on and do something with it or not to behave or apologize or whatsoever So, just being tired doesn't mean that you are toxic and that you should leave the workspace Please yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. that, okay? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. That could be that you you are just having a bad day, or you've ate something bad, you know. <laughs> so don't don't go and don't sign your uh, sign out your contract just yet. Just wait, uh, wait a bit, okay? <laughs> See the it just
0: shows the maturity level that also how much I grow that I'm able to recognize it that I behave this way, and these are the steps I need to now take because I don't want to harm the relationship. So. Uh, would I be able to do that 15 years ago? No.
1: Yeah, and it's also opportunity. I didn't have for, the knowledge. It's also the opportunity for the others, for the whole team, to say, you like, mm. oh, I don't like this because we, we, had the social contract designed that we are not gonna behave this way, and you've done that, so I hold you responsible for your behavior. You need to hold yourself mm. responsible for that.
0: Did you had in team? One person, very toxic person?
2: There was one person that I actually, if I didn't have to, really have to, I tried to avoid, which was a pity because she was quite knowledgeable and expert in in her field. Uh, That was in China or in Slovakia? That was in China. Mm -hmm. Maybe
0: I know who
1: she's talking about.
2: I don't. You I don't. don't. I don't. Oh, then, no. Okay. And it's not the person I
1: thought.
2: Sorry. <laughs> so, honestly, like it's it was difficult because anytime I tried to talk to her, she would be very defensive oh. and she wouldn't see the mis not the mistake, but the, the way she is influencing others. Mm-hmm. So, it was kind of like a wall and And you couldn't get through through it, but slowly, after some time, I think she got more feedback, like mine from other people, so mm-hmm. I think she slowly started to accept it and change it it's like it's like that Sarah model, right when you give feedback, mm-hmm. so she was she was in denial for a very long time, so I think it sometimes it takes more people to change. To have that positive change when you have a toxic person in your team.
1: From my perspective, or from my perspective, so far, I found probably teams or observed teams and heard about teams which are toxic, but at the same time, I can really empathize with those guys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like they they may be or i have met people who had traumas from childhood or whatsoever and i'm still meeting people like that so and that results in a behavior which are totally unnatural to me or i've met personalities which are complete opposite to me and uh, those are from time to time i've i've meet the, my personal is you know like okay this is something i would never do and i despise it uh, despite it because you know that's that's totally unacceptable for me but they can strive with those skills with those personalities somewhere in mm-hmm. the environment so for me um, the toxicity is something about values
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's connected to values a bit like okay how much i appreciate myself and the, the collective the community i'm in and if we sit there together and and we can work together because i can carry over the personal traumas i've met people with like who are really some sort of depressive even like really close people to me and i can work it out somehow because we have some common values on which we can build and align ourselves and based on that move forward and do something together so uh being in a toxic environment i don't know if i have ever been in such highly toxic environment that i couldn't build something together
0: Mm -hmm. me neither there was usually just like one person but you could either ignore that person or do something but not that it would influence the whole thing actually uh you remember when we were sitting um, with the guys like Dusko, Tomash, and, and uh, the rest and that was the bunch of most funniest positive people. I was literally, that six months we were sitting there. That was my happiest six months I've ever encountered in the company. I was literally looking forward to come to the office because the things that these guys were doing i laughed so much and there was this one guy he was always negative but these guys always put him sort of like either they stopped him or put him down or they turn it into joke they never let it to influence anyone and and they were hilarious i really laughed i, I it was just amazing. I missed those times. That was, that was, these were the best times ever. And I remember once we were laughing so hard. And of course my laughter is like, when I'm on <laughs> home office, people start complaining that I can hear you. And a girl came and started shouting at me, just shut up. You just screamed so much. And then she left. I was like, oh my God, what did I do? And then all the rest of the guys came and like, Kat, we are so sorry. We made you laugh so loud that she came and actually you you were the one taking all the heat instead of them so they were so sweet but oh my god those were the best times ever and it was always like they were making jokes like uh <laughs> there was this bush <laughs> and he was very positive guys as ever he sometimes he just started laughing two weeks later on a joke that was it Two weeks earlier and and you are just like what and he received a certificate or something and a guy in front of him who was sitting in front of me was a very hard-working guy and wanted to be appreciated and he didn't receive anything and then he started like showing him the certificate crossing like easy and he was like what the hell <laughs> christmas he took a picture of himself and the certificate. A selfie and send it to him, like, we wish you near my certificate. We wish you Merry Christmas. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? And at this type of like, where do you even come up with these things? And thankfully, the guys took it as a joke, of course, but I'm like, seriously. And I was just constantly laughing in the office because of these awesome people. And it was really, those were my best six months ever.
2: Do you think? Do you think actually it would be sustainable to, to, fight toxicity with jokes, on long term basis? I don't know. I mean, I think it's great if people have it in them, like they make jokes out, almost out of everything. But, like, if you are not a funny person, uh, by nature,
1: humor is a great stress li- rel- reliever. Mm. It's a great stress reliever. Okay, I'm
0: I'm (laughs) reliever. (laughs) Guys, it's too early in the morning. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Uh, and uh, it can help. It depends how much toxicity is the environment. I think that you still need some healthy ratio there, because in uh, as it sounds from cat's experience, cat's experience, there was more positively vibed people than the negative ones or the Mm -hmm. neutral ones. But as soon as you get more neutral and the negative ones, then no matter how many how much humor you have, it's 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 not gonna work well. And suddenly you realize that you're making jokes which are cynical or ironical mm-hmm. or and, and that, that's not healthy. That 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 already is shown or is a sign that okay, the environment might be not really that
0: properly set up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it reminds me when they change hour where we were sitting and then I was telling Barush, and they, they moved us in a place where no one was speaking to me remember that Barush? no one was speaking to me and I was like Barush, no one speaks to me here I feel horrible I didn't want it to go to work like mm-hmm. why what for and then what happened years later I became manager of those people <laughs> revenge <laughs> No, 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 guys. No, no, no. I didn't even need any revenge. Ken, what do you do,
2: want to do first thing for your team when you become yeah. a manager?
0: <laughs> but I spoke with uh, two of the guys. I'm like, remember when I was sitting there and you guys didn't even spoke to me and you literally gave me the silent treatment? Can I know the reason why? What did I do to you? Because I felt the worst. I didn't, didn't want you to come to work, uh, didn't want to sit there. I would do anything just to be anywhere else, just, just there. And they, they looked at me like, oh my God, I had no idea that that's how, that's how you feel. That's what we are doing to you. I'm so sorry. I'm just like, don't need to apologize, but I just want to know what did I do mm-hmm. so I could you know prevent it in the future. And they said, you didn't do anything, but there was one person who didn't like you and she influenced us. I'm like, well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so but being their manager the way i behave the way i took care of them they found out that i'm not a bad person and i'm a caring person and i changed their mindset uh, about me i could be revengeous i could be
1: actually it that sounds wasn't. like a great topic <laughs> for the next podcast and it's influencers
0: mm-hmm. Oh either positive or negative yeah <laughs> that's a good topic yeah and guys that's the way we're gonna end this one so thank you for listening uh or watching on youtube leave us a comment uh or if you want a topic that we want uh, that you want to hear us rumble about and share with us <laughs> thank you very much Anyong. bye 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 have a nice day
1: Just so you know, this podcast represents our own opinions, experience, and our own ideas. We do not represent any official statement from our employers, and this is not their official channel representing the company.